Empire members. It's Hannah Kessler here, taking over this podcast for today. I really wanted to hit on one topic that's been at the tip of my mind recently, and I'll tell you why it's been on my mind. So my daily routine, right? I like to get up around like the 5 to 5.30 a.m. hour. And the reason I like that is just because the whole world is still asleep. And then that allows me time to then get my stuff done, (laughs) right? Maybe whether it be office work or home stuff, laundry, uh, cleaning, whatever it is. Hey, heck, maybe I just want to lay and be lazy and cuddle with my cat Daisy, right? So anyways, my routine is that I'll get up in the morning and... What I've been doing recently, you know, I'll let you in on my guilty pleasure. I have been loving my coffees in the morning. (laughs) So what I'll do is sometimes in the morning, I'll get up and I'll be craving uh, a latte. And my favorite thing right now are matcha lattes. So, hey, don't knock it till you try it. But my favorite thing right now, matcha latte with some oat milk, uh, a splash of vanilla creamer, and then some cinnamon on top. So y'all got to go out and go try that and let me know if you like it. Um, So I'll go out, I'll get in my car. Okay, and and I'll start driving to whether it be a Dunkin' Donuts or a local coffee shop in town. And when I'm driving in my car, I'll listen to the radio sometimes. And so when I'm listening to the radio, there's this ad that always pops up. And it's the same time every single morning. So this ad will play. And all right, y'all, so I'm down here in Florida. So let let me kind of go in. Let me introduce myself real quick. My name's Hannah Kessler. I'm a part of the Money Multiplier. I'm an infinite banking practitioner. And everything that I've learned is through Nelson Nash, his teachings, and my other mentors, Chris Noggle and Brent Kessler. So I am uh, Brent Kessler's daughter, actually. So so that's kind of how I'm in this business and uh, why I know everything that I know is just by following the teachings and the mentorship of my dad and his colleagues. So what I'll do is, right, I'll get into my car, I'm listening to the radio, and down here in Florida, they're really promoting the 529 college plans. And every time I hear this radio, you know, they're talking about how these plans are, are their, their tax benefits within them, your your amazing parents or grandparent because you're saving for your child or grandchild's college education for the future, and th- this is why you want to do this. And I guess I just wanted to go in and share my own personal story about the 529 plan and kind of my background on my schooling and why how how it got me to where I am here today so these 529 plans for y'all who don't know about them that they're they're qualified college education planning plans okay and what people do is they will put pre-taxed dollars into these plans 
And what these plants do is, is that they will grow, they'll, they'll grow uh, inside of that plan. And when your child is ready to go to college, these plans are supposed to go and pay for their college education directly to, to that school. And the reason that people love these plans so much is that they're putting in pre-tax dollars into this, and then it gets paid to that college institute, wherever your child wants to go, whatever university or community college, and it gets paid to them tax-free, right? So, so there are some benefits of, of why they love this, and, and it grows inside of this environment. So when I was in school, Okay, so as I'm talking to you now, I, I, I'm pretty young, all right? Maybe y'all can tell by the, the sound of my voice, or uh, maybe you've seen pictures of me online or on our website, themoneymultiplier.com. So I, right now, I'm 21, all right? So I'll be 22 in August. So as I'm sitting here talking to you, it's about springtime, uh, April and here uh, in Florida. It's actually quite beautiful out there. I love the springtime weather. So anyways, I'm 21 now. And I moved here to Florida about three years ago. So, so I moved here when I was uh, uh, about 19, okay? And before that, I was raised in the Kansas City area. So I, I was in uh, high school in, in a town called Olathe. I was going to high school out there. And um, when I graduated high school... I started at a local community college uh, there in the area. So it's an Overland Park. It's called Johnson County Community College. And, uh, well, people around there, we, we call it JCCC, all right? So, so Johnson County what was a very popular community college that a lot of kids in my area that they went to. And the reason, you know, people go to community colleges is instead of big universities is, right, number one, they're cheaper, okay? So, so you can still live at home, you, you can go out and get this college education, and it's not as high of a tuition as if you were to go to a university. So I, I was going there, and the, really the main reason I was going there is just because I still didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. You know, when I was in high school, I was thinking about being a veterinarian. I, I pursued some classes when I was in high school. Um, actually, what was really cool, the high school that I went to, Olathe North, they actually had an animal health program. So I, I was kind of doing that, and, and I enjoyed it, but it, I just didn't feel like that was my passion. So I went to community college, and I really and when I went there, I was taking my basic fundamental classes, right? You got your literature, you have your English class, you got your science, you got your math, okay? And I was actually also doing some accounting classes. Um, and while I was doing that, I, I know that I did really enjoy math. I, I do really enjoy math and numbers and how everything works because, right, the numbers never lie. So so if the numbers make sense, it has to make sense because numbers never lie, right? So, so I just really enjoyed that uh, about uh, math and accounting. So actually, when I was in college, I, I was also I was thinking about pursuing a, a becoming a CPA. Well, I didn't do that because there were some other classes that was offered at that community college, um, one of them being a fashion design class. 
um, another one being a, a sewing class. And so actually I started taking some of those because I know that I love clothes. <laughs> I love clothes. I love how they make people feel. I love that everybody can express themselves and their individuality through their uh, clothes and in how they uh, present themselves. And, and so I just really enjoyed the art of clothing. So I was going to this community college and I was taking these clothing classes. And, and truthfully, I loved it so much that I, I was even going and taking some summer school classes to, to just do it. You know, if a few few hours out of the week during summertime, I was still going to th these this, uh, community college classes. So I started to understand that I really enjoyed fashion and fashion design and in that whole world. So what I started to do is I actually looked up some schools in the country that offered design programs and design degrees. And one school that really sparked my interest was a school called Savannah College of Art and Design. And it's located in Savannah, Georgia. And the locals around there, they call it SCAD, S-C-A-D, for, for Savannah College of Art and Design. And at the time, it, it was around, I don't know, maybe it was like 2017, um, and dad, he was traveling around. He, he, he had the, this uh, company, the Money Multiplier, that he was going out and teaching people of the infinite banking concept. Because right for, for any of you new listeners out there, what we teach and specialize in at, here at the Money Multiplier is a concept called the infinite banking concept. And I'm not going to dive into it in this podcast, but if you want to go find more out, go go follow our, our other podcasts, go go find us on YouTube, The Money Multiplier. Uh, you can even go to our website, www.themoneymultiplier.com. And actually, if you look at the top home screen bar, that, that top bar, click on resources and we'll drop down a little drop down menu and click on presentation. And, and there you can actually see uh, my dad's full length presentation on this powerful financial concept. So um, another resource, you know, all of this concept really comes from the teachings of R. Nelson Nash. So uh, R. Nelson Nash, go find his book on Amazon because that's the Mac daddy of it all. It, the book is called Becoming Your Own banker becoming your own banker by r nelson nash n-a-s-h so how i got on that <laughs> so anyways yes yeah, so brent he had a speaking engagement in savannah georgia and I said, cool, free ride to Savannah, Georgia. I'll ask dad, <laughs> right? So I, so I said, dad, you're going to Savannah. Can I come with you? Can I go tour the Savannah College out there? Because I'm thinking about going there. And so, so dad said, all right, yes, yes, yes. You, you can come with me and we'll go tour the school. So we went out there, um, Pops did his presentation to the group that he was teaching to, and right after he did that, we all went to and toured the school. And, you know, there was other kids on the bus there with us, and um, 
other parents and they were touring the other campuses as well and I loved it I fell in love with the city the people just the school itself it's just so it's quirky and it's just artistic and I loved that vibrancy of everything and I really wanted to go here. So anyways, as uh, we, we packed up, right? The, the trip was over. We went home, okay? So now, well, I'm sitting here 2017. I'm about 17, 18 or so, okay? So I was at the time waitressing at Cracker Barrel. So, so that's how I was paying for my bills. I, I was living on my own. I had my own apartment. I had two cats living with me at the time. And I was just doing my thing in my apartment and waitressing. And I was taking some basic classes at Johnson County Community College. So as I'm really learning more and more about what I like, what I dislike, and the route that I want to go and the direction I want to take in my life... I'm learning that fashion design is something that I really, really want to do and pursue in my life before I pass or I graduate, right? And so what I did is I called up mom and dad. I said, mom and dad, I want to go to the Savannah College of Art and Design. What are the steps in order to, for me to be able to go there? They said, well, you're going to have to call up your grandpa. We call him Papa. All right, so I'm going to call him Papa from here on out. So you're going to have to call up Papa because Papa is the one who's actually funding for your college education, and he's doing it through this 529 plan. So I had no idea what any of that meant. 529, what in the hell is that? So I call up Papa. I say, Papa, this is what I want to do. I, I, I like going to school here at JCCC, you know, I, I've been going here a few semesters, I got my basic credits knocked out of the way, I'm pretty sure these, these credits will transfer over to the SCAD school, can we do this? And so, Papa, he's a very traditional man. Papa, and my mom's like this too, they believe that college is necessary. They believe in the traditional education system, and they wholeheartedly believe that everyone should go to college and get a degree. So, Papa said, yes, I'll look into it. Uh, give me a second, and I'll, and I'll give you a call back in a few days. So, a few days pass by, and Papa calls me back, and he says, Hannah, I'm sorry to tell you this, but if you want to go to that Savannah College of Art and Design, I can't help you. You're going to have to pay for that tuition by yourself. And I said, well, Papa, well, what is this 529 plan? And so he explains to me that he's been putting the money away for some time. So that there's, there's me, there's my younger brother, and then he has my cousin. Okay, so, so over there on my mom's side, so, so it's me, Hannah, my brother, Zach, and my cousin, Connor. So Papa's been putting money away into these 529 plans for all three of us so that in the future, when we're ready for college like we are now, we're, we're, we have these funds in order to fund for our college education. So he started to explain to me that he was putting money away and that inside of this plan, this plan is supposed to be paying for my college education. Well, this was good for the first two, three semesters over there at Johnson County Community College because that plan did cater to that school. 
So, so he was able to pay for my tuition at that community college because that plan offered to that, to that community college. Where, as, as Savannah College of Art and Design, if I wanted to go there, this 529 plan did not cater to that university. So what I learned is, is that these plans only cater to certain colleges and certain universities. So I'm thinking to myself, how are you going to go and tell your child, hey, you can't go to that school because mommy and daddy put so much money into this college education plan. And if you don't go there, we're just going to take a huge hit. You know, how good does that really feel being kind of express that? Right. They, they never told me that right off the bat. You, you know, they, they don't tell me that uh, so bluntly. But, but that's now that I understand this more that that's really how I interpret it. And, and that sucks, you know, because because you don't know what your child wants to do once you when you start these plans when they're seven years old. You know, we, we change our minds just how the, the weather outside changes so, so many times a day. Right. So. Papa was explaining to me that I can't go to this school. Well, I'll, I'll back that up. I can go to this school, but I cannot use my 529 plan in order to fund it. So I was like, well, SOL, because how am I going to pay for almost a $25,000 tuition for, for each semester on a Cracker Barrel waitress budget, <laughs> right? <laughs> Who's going to do that? And so... Anyways, um, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of dive into what I'm doing now and what I've learned, but I just want everybody to know that these things that people are out there and promoting and telling you, I guess really the underlying message that I want to tell you is go out and go do your due diligence. Don't just believe everything that your Edward Jones guy is telling you or, or, or your, your, your mom and your dad, because you need to understand the full story of what's going on before you really make your final decision, right? It's kind of like what my parents have always taught me is, you know, turn on the Fox News, turn on CBS, you know, compare them, you know, one is so left-wing, one is so right-winged, you know, take down your notes of what each parties are saying and form your own decision. And th there's one quote that actually I really, really like by, um, he, he's actually an artist, he's a mu musician out there, and one quote that he says is, think for yourself and question. So don't believe all of the mumbo jumbo that these Edward Jones, Charles Schwab's guy uh, are feeding you. I want you to go out and really start learning what's going on in the financial world. Because once you know what's going on, you'll know what to do. And that's just not for the financial world. It's for, right, politics, for, for um, local, local governing stuff, for, for just honestly just about anything. Everybody's going to have an opinion. Everybody has an opinion just like everyone has an a-hole, right? <laughs> so anyways, I just wanted to explain my story. And, and let's kind of touch on it with, like with my brother, right? My papa, he has 529 plans, right? He had one for me, for my brother and for my cousin. Well, my brother never used it. Heck, my brother didn't even go to college. He all he has is just a high school diploma. And so what, what he's doing now is is that 
Fortunately, we, we are able to send Zach through the, the, this flying school. So so actually, Zach is a pilot. He And we are fortunate enough to be able to, to support and fund for his dream of wanting to become a pilot because Papa's 529 plan failed to come into pursuit because it, it doesn't allow Zach to use those funds for that pilot school because it doesn't support it it's not in the guidelines of that contract that they have so my cousin right my cousin had one well my cousin went to the to the military he, he he's in the army so so he's not using that 529 plan money so what do you do now right so so papa now has all of this money tied up into these 529 plans that none of us are going to use so now as i get into this world of the money multiplier I'm learning more and more about the economy and how our monetary system here works in America. So as I was learning more from different mentors and, and some of my father's colleagues, Papa started coming to me and, and, you know, Papa's getting into his later ages. You know, Papa right now, I, I believe he's 87 or 88. So right now he's really planning for his estate he's planning for his estate and he's planning for when that time comes of I got to get my money all uh, settled I got to get my will down and, 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 and implemented and he's getting to that time where he needs to really start planning and getting his things in the line for when he's not here anymore so Papa called me up and he said, Hannah, you know, I don't want to pay a boatload of taxes on this money that's sitting in there in my 529 plans. Because, right, if you want to take money out of those college-sponsored plans, you have to pay tax on them. So if your child doesn't use it for their college education and you don't want it to sit in there anymore, you got to pay the tax on the big amount to seed the harvest, right? Because it's been in there growing and, and you're compounding the tax on what's going on inside of that plan. So now when you take it out, you're paying it on the big amount, the, the harvest. So what we tried to do is I tried to research other options. All right, can he take this money and just roll it over into an annuity and not pay any taxes on it? Can he take this money and roll it into a Roth or a self-directed IRA or maybe it's just a traditional 401k? Can he do something like that? And honestly, no. What he had to do is he had to physically take that hit in the taxes, take that money out, and then now he has that cash for him to do whatever he wants to do with it. So really by this story, I just wanted you to understand what's going on out there. You know, look at why you don't want to put money into tax deferred plans. Really, that, that that's what it is. And that's one thing that we really teach here at, at the money multiplier is do taxes go up or do they go down? right? As history has it, taxes are going to go up. And if they don't go up, aren't we taxed on more crap all the time? And, and once you do go pay tax on all that money, again, are you paying tax on the small amount the seed when you first started? Or are you going to pay tax on the large amount the harvest? You're just kicking the can down the street. And on top of that, who's in control of that plan? That 529 plan that, that Papa was putting all this money into, who was really in control of that? Oh, I know, his Edward Jones guy, right? So, so over here at this infinite banking concept, you know what I'm going to do now? 
Now that I know the information that I know, what I'm going to do is I'm putting my dollars away into my I, my infinite banking policies, the, the privatized banks of Hannah Kessler. And from there, I'm taking my money out and going to do the X, Y, and Z venture that I want to do with it. So really in conclusion, what I'm doing now is I love what I do here over at the Money Multiplier. As I get older, I'm learning that my purpose here is that I really love to make people feel good. I, I like to make people feel good and I like to help people. And so what I want to do is I, I want to keep pursuing the, this concept of the infinite banking concept. You know, I, I went through Nelson Nash's schoolings of his practitioner program. So, so I'm very well diversed in, in Austrian economics and the mechanics and importance of privatized banking. And so I want to teach other families how to do this. And hopefully by teaching other families and individuals of how to practice this in their life, in return, I, so basically, I, basically what I'm saying is, is the late Zig Ziglar quote, if you help enough people get what you uh, get what they want, you in return will get what you want. So I am now just going down this life and I want to now start getting on the tracks to start that fashion design career when I'm ready. So right now I'm building up the resources in my life, whether it be the financial resources, the materials, let's say, oh my gosh, just even the equipment to do it, the warehousing for it. Do I want to have a storefront? Maybe it's an online shop. I, I got to send out those shipping orders, whether it be online, I got to pay for the, the, the trademarking, the LLC and, and all of that other stuff in, in order to do this. And that takes resources. So what I'm doing now is I'm building up my resources and, and thankfully I'm doing something that I love to do while I'm building up those resources. And then when, when the time comes, I'm going to start that venture of going out and doing fashion design. And actually, as I've been in this world more and more now and traveling with pops to different events, I'm learning that this is just my opinion, but I'm learning that traditional education and schooling is really not necessary. I have learned so much more from hearing other mentors just give their presentations or, or talking with them one-on-one -on -one or having a drink with them at the end of the night down at the local uh, hotel bar, right? I'm learning so much more from these mentors who have actually lived and experienced these things and I'm learning the do's and do nots of, of what they've learned and, and I'm not going to reinvent the wheel. I'm just going to take whatever's working and I'm just going to do that and implement that in my own life and so in conclusion that's literally what we do over here at the money multiplier and the infinite banking concept we, we just mimic and imitate the super elite and super wealthy and and now that I know how they play the game I'm just going to play that game right along there with them so anyways, that, that's just a little bit about me, my background, my my story. So hopefully you'll be hearing a lot more from me. 
I really do love these podcasts. Um, actually, so the next episode, Brent and I are going to hop on board, and this one's going to be a very interesting topic, and it's actually a topic that a lot of folks want us to talk about, and I, I think a lot of people will be excited when that next podcast launches. But in the meantime, I just want to uh, give you a, a little update and kind of just tell you my thoughts on what I've been learning and, and listening to on the radio and um, kind of a little update here on what's going on over here. So, hey, if you enjoyed this, please subscribe, give us five stars, leave a comment and review down below, and tell us what other topics you want us to talk on. Um, hey, do you have questions over the infinite banking concepts, different concepts or implementations of it? Um, do you have questions of what's going on in real estates and the markets right now? So we're here. We, we want to be a help to you. We want to be a resource, and we just want to educate you and show you exactly what we're doing in our own lives so then you can go out and start doing it with your family and your life so all right that that's it i'm hannah kessler here i'm signing off and we'll see you on the next episode take care